0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Premier Chelsea, your source for all things Premier League, but starting with Chelsea first, coming to you on your speakers and headsets. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Jackie from Houston. I have Rahul here from Connecticut and Alex from Maine. Guys, how's it going?
1: Pretty good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. We missed you on the last episode, Alex. Yes, I've been quite busy lately, but I'm happy to be back and just in time for some some juicy Chelsea news.
0: Some very juicy news indeed. Our last episode had the name Lukaku Hive in it, and unfortunately it didn't go through because you were busy changing it to Lukaku Legion.
1: Yeah, the followers demanded some alliteration, so yep. we unfortunately had to had to alter the username, but the The spirit was felt. I appreciate that name. (laughs) Look, it was a
0: great episode, and we don't mind the name change. We know that there's some news coming down, but Rala, how's it going
2: with you first? I'm doing good. I'm happy to be uh, recording tonight and looking forward to what we talk about. So we'll jump right into transfers.
0: Alex, do you want to take us through maybe the first couple of transfers that are going on?
1: Yeah, so the big thing I would say from a Chelsea perspective is that Lukaku link that we have been discussing. Supposedly it's all confirmed. All the big names have confirmed it. Didier Drogba himself has confirmed it by saying, welcome home Lukaku on on his Twitter account. We've got Fabrizio, we've got all the the sources saying it's done. Um, So that one hopefully is going to be finalized. I think they were saying by Tuesday, we're looking at an announcement. The medical was delayed a little bit. Um, but there should not be any doubt. There probably won't play uh, in the Super Cup, but we hope to have them ready for the Premier League season. Um, and the other massive story that took the the footy world by storm was Messi leaving Barcelona. Uh, that one came out of absolutely nowhere. My friends texted me about it, and I thought they were joking. I thought this was some kind of weird joke because I cannot imagine. Barcelona without Messi, Messi without Barcelona. Um, And you have to put that down to horrible mismanagement by the Barcelona board. Um, Not the current one, but Bartomeu, I believe, is the one who really, really, really messed things up with wages through the roof, way too much spending. Um, And it's culminated in a ridiculous saga that sees Messi supposedly knocking on the door in Paris. Uh, Just imagine Neymar... (laughs) Messi Mbappe. Uh Eminem. Oh, that's a <laughs> goaded name. I think M M is going to be the new, the new star trio that takes the world by storm. That's that's a fantastic name. So that's that's something something to look out for. Supposedly that's getting actually quite close as well. But one other story, uh Lotaro Martinez being linked to Tottenham, though ironically. Uh, Spurs fans, I saw cursing uh, Chelsea online because in (laughs) signing Lukaku, we have bailed Inter out of their financial woes, meaning that they may now seek to keep Lautaro Martinez. And I think that is probably what's going to happen at this point. They're not going to want to lose another star striker. Um, They've got the funds from us. So you, always a little, a little extra pleasure when Chelsea could put a a, a nail in the <laughs> coffin of an opponent at the same time as signing a world-class striker. Um, and it has to be said as well, I think we're getting Lukaku for about 95 or 97 million pounds. If you assume Tammy Abraham um, does end up leaving as he's been heavily linked to for around 35, 40 million pounds. Um, and then one more sale, I think Ugbo, we were looking to, to, Ship out maybe for around 5 million. I saw people doing the numbers that leaves Lukaku as essentially a free transfer um, or at least a, a net zero. Uh, we would say net spend being down to zero. So good business on the Chelsea front. Um, and now I know Jackie, you were mentioning there were some Mbappe links. I wasn't quite as tuned into that, but I don't know if I were him, I'm sticking around to play at least one season of M. M&M. Yeah, Mbappé's
0: links have been going back and forth for the last few years here. He's talked about leaving, potentially going to Madrid for a while now. But of course, all of these rumors kind of went quiet as soon as the Messi news came out. And just like you said, if I'm Mbappé, I'm looking left, looking right and saying Messi on one side, Neymar on the other. This is quite exciting. Maybe I need to stay for a season or two more and we can see how things play out. So again, very early, early rumors, but it went really quiet as soon as Messi made some announcements. So... We'll keep a close eye on what's happening, especially coming down to the next few weeks here. Rahul, I want to bring you in to get your thoughts. You and I discussed Lukaku on the previous episode. I think you were excited about Lukaku. I know we were talking about the fee. The fee's out of our hands now. A quick
2: word from you on Lukaku. I am excited. I was just thinking about it earlier. I'm like, it's been a while since, well, it's been a year, I guess, since we made a big signing. Um, And you know, looking forward to it and getting that rush of like, okay, we have something to look forward to. And it's a goal score. It's not a defender. It's not a goalkeeper. It's someone that's going to be banging in the goals and it gets you excited for what's to come. We have a great squad, which won the champions league and we're adding to that at which as a fan is all you can ask for.
0: Yeah. And to add on to what Alex was talking about, I think you said this in the previous episode, we've already raised 40 or 50 million on player sales at this time. So, if Tammy does go or any other player goes for 30, 40 million, correct, we're going to have a net neutral spend on getting Lukaku. Maybe that means there's money in the bank for another another transfer here or there. I'm not sure if Chelsea need anybody else at this point in time, but it's always exciting to talk about. The last one I want to bring you into, Raul, before you, we move on to the mind series is the messy news. I mean, we grew up, I think I was like 14 when we first saw. Leo and Messi, pull on a Barcelona shirt and come on to the new Camp, and now he may never play there again.
2: Just your quick thoughts on that one. It's just mind-blowing. Like Alex said, the the mismanagement at such a well-run club, which it looks like from the outside, uh, to lose your best player and arguably the best player ever to play the game on a free transfer is just boggling. I mean, someone, I guess Bartomeu did get fired, but <laughs> someone's still got to pay the price for it because... You made signings with Depay, Aguero, you brought in players, but the one player that you had to retain, you were unable to do because you were just spending way too much money right. on wages. Um, so as a fan of, I'm not a fan of Barcelona, but if I was a fan of Barcelona, I would be like distraught in, in, right. in pieces. And overall for La Liga, this is just a very bad move because now all the stars have left and Ronaldo and Messi, Yes, Real Madrid and Barcelona have a pull, but I don't think they're going to generate that kind of interest like they did a couple of seasons ago. Probably not,
0: no. And I heard somewhere a funny statement that Barcelona may be in more hot water. They may not be able to register a few more players. I've even heard some interesting rumors as Aguero saying, cancel my contract, I came here to play with Messi. So (laughs) uh, we'll see how all this plays out. It's going to be interesting over the next few weeks, but... That really covers the transfers that we wanted to talk about guys. Alex, I see you've got an interesting background today. Maybe you want to take us into the preseason that we just finished
1: champions of the mind series. You'll (laughs) never sing that. That's all I can say. Um, My offer is actually out. I've, I've posted a story, any, any Chelsea fans going to the Arsenal away game on, I believe it's the 22nd of August. If you can get our away section to chant champions of the mind series, you'll never sing that. I will pay you $20. (laughs) Um, But we have technically, I think on goals scored, been, been crowned the victors of the mind series. So You know, all I can say is it's nice that we can lightheartedly joke about winning preseason tournaments and don't have to cling to that because we've got UCLs to worry about. We've got the Prem to gun for. So a good way to start the season. Um, No better way than reminding people who's the biggest club in London.
0: And some early shots fired there at Arsenal and Tottenham.
2: Rahul, I see you chuckling away. Your thoughts on the mind series here? Hey, Alex said it all. I mean, I, I like when he's on because he, shot, he fires all the shots and we just have to sit <laughs> back and, and enjoy it. Uh, but hey, it's, I, I don't think we intended to win it. I think it was more about fitness like you and I spoke about in the last episode. Uh, but if you win it, I don't. Do we win a trophy, Alex? Like, is that I don't, I don't know if we technically <laughs> get a trophy. We get bragging rights. Right. OK. <laughs> uh, so if the Champions League wasn't enough, we also now have the might series to to rub in uh, Arsalan's first face. Absolutely.
0: And let's not forget what the whole mind series was started for. Of course, yes, we need to get some preseason minutes for all of our players. But the money that was raised, Rahul, you want to tell us a little bit about it really quickly?
2: Yeah. So the whole point was to help support, uh, you know, people suffering with mental health, health, depression. Uh, And so, in fact, each of those two games that Chelsea played was available on the Fifth Stand app. You had to pay a small fee. Uh, and all of that money that was generated not only from uh, online streaming, but even from the fans that attended the game is all going to go in, going into helping people deal with this kind of situation that they have. So it's a good cause, like you said, and um, the clubs came together and all banter aside, kudos to Arsenal and Tottenham uh, for, you know, participating and supporting the cause. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Alex, any
0: wrapping words up on the mind series before we move on to maybe another big cup we want to talk about?
1: I don't think so at this point. But uh, I mean, I I can also say it's when I think when we were playing Tottenham, at least I don't know about Arsenal, they when the teams went down, they left their starting lineups on to try to come back. But our our you could say the lone army just won us a trophy. So imagine what the first team can do when when some of the boys like Lukaku come in and start to gel. I won't be the only one firing shots at Arsenal and (laughs) Spurs. That's all I can say. We'll we'll have Big Rom doing that as well. Absolutely. That's going to be exciting. But guys, it's time to
0: talk about potentially another trophy we can add to the cabinet here. And this one has eluded us for the last few times that we've participated in it. And that is the Super Cup. Now we're playing Villarreal, who they're no small team by any means. They're no joke. They've got a decent manager. He didn't do so well at Arsenal, but he's going to put up a fight in Unai Emery. Why don't we start by doing a predicted lineup? Maybe Alex, you want to give us a predicted lineup to start off with?
1: Yeah, I think this one's going to be a little tough because we've been rotating a ton in preseason. And obviously there are a lot of players vying for a starting spot to impress uh, Thomas Tuchel. But I think given that we will want to start this off with a win, I think we should start strong. I think Mendy is the natural choice in goal. Um Zuma and Rudiger have both played a solid amount. Christiansen I believe will come back in over Thiago Silva just because Silva I don't think we want to overwork. We want to keep him as fit as possible for the truly competitive games. Um but then we were discussing before this whether we thought uh Reece James would get the shout at right wing back or uh Callum Hudson-Odoi would retain a spot and just judging off past performances um if it's picked on Current form, you would have to go with Hudson Adoy, which is a little unfair to Reese James because he hasn't necessarily gotten the opportunity to prove uh, his, his current form. And his most recent competitive exploit was winning us the Champions League with a master class uh, defensively. But um, I would go with Hudson Adoy, uh, Conte, who was fantastic in the most recent game. Uh, Kovacic, I believe, has been playing Jorginho not quite at that level of fitness yet. Um, and probably Chilwell at left wing back, assuming he's nice and fit. Now, the front three is where all the debate's going to be, all the more so uh, when Lukaku gets confirmed. I personally, being a little biased for our boy Pulisic, I think Hakim Ziek, Kai Havertz, and Christian Pulisic would be an absurd front three to put out if they're all clicking because Ziek has been fantastic, grabbed a brace in our yes. most recent match um he's just looked completely electric different player than last season it must be said um and you have Kai Havertz coming off his UCL winning goal coming off a good Euros I think he's ready to show people why he is being described as a generational talent and I think Pulisic is going to be hungry to make an impression before Lukaku comes in and first team chances get even more limited so um, for me, this has got to be Ziek Havertz, Pulisic. Obviously, Werner's always in contention. And you, of course, have Mason Mount. I just don't think he's quite at the fitness level um, maybe that, that Tuchel will want. Certainly, I think there will be a lot of substitutions. So I expect us to see pretty much all our attacking players, no matter what. Um, but I would love uh, Hakim, Kai, and Christian starting front three.
0: Look, no matter who we put out for the front three, I think you're right. We've got some mount watering options for the front three there. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, our coach goes with and who he selects. But Rahul, Thiago Silva and Jorginho, maybe they need a little more time for their new blonde hair to settle in before they can start playing. Uh, do you agree with Alex's starting eleven? Would you make some changes? Any contention anywhere? Uh,
2: I agree with it for the most part. I'm not sure if Christensen is ready
1: yet. Okay. Uh,
2: mainly because he did play with Denmark all the way through to the semis. Um, and... If I'm right, I don't think he's featured yet in the preseason. So at least in the games that have been televised, uh, there was an intro f- squad friendly that happened over the weekend for the guys like Christensen, Espelicueta, Mason Mount, Reese James, all those guys that came in later to kind of get them up to speed. But I think this game may come too soon for them. Uh, so in that case, I think Zuma may slot into the middle uh, and maybe a Malung Sar may get another opportunity. And again, he wasn't that great in that Spurs game. Uh, but given that you know you don't want to injure some of these senior players because they haven't been you know been training or been playing, uh, he may get the opportunity. And this is a good opportunity for him to once again impress uh, and let Tuchel know that he's still around and, and can do a job. But apart from that, I think it's a pretty uh, good lineup and the players that he's picked are, are good. I think Werner may be one, another one that comes in, uh, but Pulisic obviously is a great player too, so... Uh, like you said Jackie we haven't won this tournament Um, and I think for us as fans we want to win this tournament just because we want to get over that bad luck that we've had we've lost against Bayern Munich on penalties Lukaku himself had missed that crucial one Uh, and then we lost against Liverpool uh, Pulisic and Lampard kind of back in the couple of years ago Lampard as manager Pulisic ran the show that day but we lost some penalties again so this could be, fingers crossed, third time lucky uh, to get it done and win the first one since 1998 when we beat Real Madrid.
1: I think also it. it would be poetic. I don't think it's going to happen, but if we somehow got Lukaku registered, yeah. in time, it would be poetic for him after missing the penalty to lose this, to score a goal and win it for us. That would be fantastic, but I'm not holding out hope for that, and we know we have the quality to get it done even without him. Yeah, definitely. I agree with everything you guys have said. It's going to be an exciting fixture. Uh,
0: Rahul, when is the game actually kicking off?
2: I believe it's on Wednesday, but let me double check that right now. Yeah,
0: that's going to be a fun evening game. But for us here in the U.S., a little bit earlier, but at fans around the world, definitely one to tune into. And and another thing when you talk about, guys, this is one of the first cups that we stand to win of, I think, six that six. we're in contention for this year. So, um A lot to look forward to as Chelsea fans. And I think I've said this in a previous podcast is when you go in and get a competition or a a trophy out of the way, very early on, it sets the pace and it sets the mindset for the rest of the season. So I think that's going to be an exciting one to look out for.
1: Yeah. I don't think we can read necessarily too deeply into a win or a loss. I think we should stay level-headed, but with that said, I will absolutely be starting calls for the Chelsea sex tuple. If we (laughs) win this trophy. I think that would be exciting. Ron, any
0: final final words from you? Yeah, I just
2: checked. It is on Wednesday, uh, August 11th. And like you said, it's 3 p.m. here on the East coast. So that's 2 p.m. for you. And um, I believe 8 p.m. in Ireland, because this game is being played in in Belfast and there will be Chelsea fans in attendance. Uh, So Probably around the first or second minute, the chance of champions of Europe will break out. And uh, <laughs> rightly so, we're going to be singing that pretty much for the rest of the year and yep. um, going into next year. Uh, and hopefully we can bring this trophy home, like you said, first of six trophies uh, and one that we haven't won in a long time. So what a way to start. And Tuchel might be the first manager probably in history to win two European, two European trophies as his first two trophies for any club. Um, so exciting times and a great way to start the season absolutely but that wraps it up guys thank you very much for uh tuning in please continue to subscribe like and follow us it's at the premier chels on uh apple spotify google podcast and instagram and on twitter it's at premier chels uh follow alex on instagram it's at pulisic fc22 or lukaku Legion. um (laughs) So whichever one you prefer, Uh, and as always, send us your feedback, and we will be back to do a Premier League preview and look forward to some of our predictions because, man, we've got something very, very interesting in store. So definitely tune into the next one, but until then, stay safe and up the Chels.